Upstate's home for sports talk. It entertains me. I enjoy listening on the way home. 105.5 and 97.5 FM. We are the Roar. We're back here live on the Roar, 11.03 a.m. You know, there's a lot of issues being brought up with what unionizing in collegiate sports is going to bring. You know, text on the Amscorpion text line. Getting in on several of those. Uh, one asked, uh, do they know they're going to have to pay dues? <laughs> yeah, they've got to pay their own money. That's that's certainly uh, something they, they probably haven't really considered that much of. Uh, Texture says, I think it would be a great system for very mature adults. Unfortunately, student-athletes are not. Yes, many of them, 18 to 22. We're going to be going away from the 23, 24, 25-year-olds in the sport uh, very soon once the COVID year uh, works itself out, through the, cleanses through the system, and that's becoming uh, less and less every every year. So we're almost done with that. But still, there are a lot of young people involved that are going to be giving away a lot of things that they don't realize they're giving away. No, you're you're right. I, I have a. I know there's no such thing as a bad question, but you may tell me this is a bad question. Probably not. Besides the current system that we have, and besides unionizing, which I don't necessarily I don't necessarily disagree with a lot of these texts we're seeing on the Adams Curving text line about unions. What's the other option for? for this like is there another way in which we can do this where we can pay them as employees and stop a lot of the craziness that's going on right now without a players union yeah there are there are they're not feasible ways okay in my opinion like i just i think too many people have to somebody has to create a system you know a an employee system that makes sense for hundred and for 300 and something, you know, Division One schools. That where, once we get through the COVID year, that roughly 20% changes annually. Which is not going to happen because they're not on equal revenue sharing. They're not on equal ground in terms of what they're bringing in financially. So that that isn't feasible. The only way it's feasible is if you start to have the breakaways and you have 50, 60-plus teams go start their own, their own league playing for their own trophies and then they they can come up with the, you, you can't get 300 plus schools on a revenue sharing model that works you're not going to ask Alabama to share their money with Dartmouth no that's never going to happen could you get Alabama to share their money with Northwestern share their money with Clemson share their money with Georgia Tech maybe you got a lot better chance of narrowing it down to 50 or 60 schools than the 300-something that, yeah. But I, I don't think you can have this employee-based system without a revenue model that everybody's getting close to the same amount. And the SEC and the Big Ten formed their alliance last week, John. One of the main reasons is, as we move into the 2026 new era of college football playoff and the pie gets much larger, do you think they're willing to share their the same pieces of pie with the ACC no. and the Big 12 and the group of five? No. No. They don't even want to share it with each other. 
Correct. They're only doing it hard because enough. they have to. Yeah, it's hard enough to try to get them to agree within each other. You know, Far State didn't. Far State said they wanted more revenue than Georgia Tech, than Wake Forest. They bring in more money to the league. They want more money. You think that argument's going to go away? It's going to become stronger. And so, could we fix this by, you know, breaking away and having a certain amount of team, basically creating another mini NFL? That's essentially what it would be, is a mini NFL. But even there, you do have unions and yeah. all that stuff. Everything's bargained. Every single thing. The amount of time they I, work, the the conditions, I the just pay. It's something I haven't heard really discussed. I'm just curious what type of obstacles and headaches they would have, and we won't know this until oh, it's ever oh. implemented. But from where... Because in the NFL or the NBA or Major League Baseball, your workforce, for the most part, is the same year in and year out. You have a few guys retire. You have a draft. But for the most part, the majority of the workforce is the same. Right. Once we get out of the COVID year, Brad, you're going to have close to 20% of the sport changing out every year. That's going to be so difficult year in and year out from a negotiation represent representation standpoint. Incredibly difficult. This, this is all really hard to do. That's why it has not been done. And, or one of the reasons. The other reason is because a lot of people are making a whole lot of money and they don't want to change the system. Bingo. <laughs> That's um, number one. And then, you know, Chancey brings up a great point that sort of, I think, hammers home what we're saying. If unions go by school, will that solve any problems, really? No. That's why you're going to have to have a breakaway. You've got to convince... You know, the 50, 60, I don't care about the number, but you've got to convince X amount of schools that they should go in together and share the wealth because you can't share between 300-plus Division One teams or even 130 FBS teams. Even that separation doesn't work because UAB does not bring in the kind of money that Alabama does. They don't play in the same field. Literally, figuratively, however you want to say it. So that's... A major, major issue. So you, schools unionizing does not really help anything. Probably makes it worse. Yeah, it makes it more of a headache. You've got to give them. You got to figure out a plan that's going to unionize a bunch of schools at the same time together. Is that even going to? Does that sound like it's something that can be done in the next three years? It sounds tough. It's going to be tough to pull it off. Yeah, I I don't have a lot of faith in it. I don't know. I don't know how we get there, but we're we're going there. Texas says we need to quit believing that collegiate equals amateur at the Power Five level. It's full on money uh, garnering profession. Expect they don't pay their except they don't pay their employees. I'm of that. I'm more of that mindset than I ever oh, have been. I have in in terms of Division One football. I have abandoned the amateur title a long time ago. I think you have to. You use student athlete because we don't have a better term for it, but it doesn't mean what it did yeah. five years ago. No. No. And and the and the thing is, this is what matters more than what you and I think. As we see these these contracts are ridiculous. They're estimating one point three billion dollar contract between ESPN and the college football playoff. One point three billion. So as the money continues to grow and the equity continues not to be shared, those in power who make rulings and judge and all that kind of stuff are going to side and side more with the players because they're seeing the amount of money grow. How can you legitimately sit there and go, we're going to make $1.3 billion and none of it's going to the student athlete? 
Or just how are we going to say we're going to make $1.3 billion and the labor force isn't going to get any of it? You're going to lose that battle in court. Ten times out of ten. <laughs> yes. It's... I mean, I don't do because I like once it? you once you take no. the football terms off of it and just put it into a normal business stance, you're never winning that battle ever. It'll be the largest collegiate deal ever hashed out, ever. So I just don't think it's going to to make much sense that this is going to fly uh, much longer. And they're on the verge, you know. It's, there's. In reports, sources say they're they're closing in on a deal. Yeah, you know, how, how do you gener- how do you share that wealth around? Well, it's easy when you know one conference commissioner can take in a hundred million and the other one can take it that you know uh, it, it could go around to not that many places if you take a big enough chunk of the pie, Brad. Fair enough. All right, let's go to James. James is up next on the phone line six five four four. Hey, James. Hey, um, I got a little different perspective. I was listening to another sports show, and they was talking about this. And I don't know how true it is. Um, so just kind of bear with me. I'm going to try to explain it the best way I can. Um, but the what I understand is that if the students become employees of the university, that there was an antitrust law between the NFL and the NCAA. It was maybe in the early 60s now, and that is why the NFL does not play on Sunday because they they signed an agreement with the NCAA to not play on Saturday to interfere with the football game. But I heard if they make them employees that they can challenge that law and start playing on Saturday, which would take away some of their TV spots. Have you heard anything about that? There are not that specific one, but there are – I, I know for a fact there are antitrust laws involving the NFL's ability to just run the TV market, you know, to just be on every single, you know, night of the week and and uh, own streaming and and all that kind of stuff. Like they like they can't put they can't put so much of their product on streaming because it would start to violate some of the antitrust laws. I don't have it all in front of me. I can't lay out every detail, but I, I do know that there are some of those that do exist. Yeah, but what I'd understood is like, you know, if they could challenge that and start playing on Saturdays and, you know, and, and playing against uh, the college. And we all know that NFL is king, so that would, you know, they're going to end up destroying the sport if they, you know, if they're not careful. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm afraid that that's, that's more likelier than it used to be. Uh, thanks, James. I, I appreciate the call today. I think it's, you know, I, I used to kind of scoff at that. But as we continue down the path that we've continued over the last five, six years, it can. It, it can be destroyed. It can happen. I, I can see it occurring at a, when a decade ago it just seemed like, oh, the money's never going to run out and there's always going to be power, but they'll figure it out. Nope. I don't think that's the case. The money will dry out. Texter on the Absco Review text line. Dartmouth is an Ivy League school. These Ivy League university and college don't offer athletic scholarships. Does that change the calculus for non-scholarship uh, athletes? Uh, yeah, they, they can do this because they don't offer scholarships. Could we see, if, if you do unionize, then the school 
could the school not dictate how the scholarship system then works? They could bargain. That, that oh. would be bargained. I mean, at this point, we're, we're starting to get a little above my pay grade well, here, I, but I, I think th- that sounds right. What I'm wondering is if the schools could, if their employees are no longer given a scholarship anymore and their tuition has to be bargained and maybe paid for from them. Or deducted from their salary. Yeah, or deducted from their salary kind of thing, yeah. Because, I, you know, John, again, you're going to have to pay. Are you going to pay the starting quarterback what the third string left tackle's making? No. No, there's going to be a weighted scale here. Sure. But does he get more scholarship money than the third string left tackle? No. Not right now, no. Not right now, no. no. Uh, scholarship money, no. That money's the same. Do you see the complications with that, though? You know, and do you want to go be the third string offensive lineman at Power 5 school? Or can you make more money going and doing it somewhere else? Again, this is this is all headache stuff at this point. None, none of us understand. No, this is so above my pay grade. But you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Now they're on the same, they're level, right? Now, NIL, they're not level, but they're level now. If scholarships go away and pay is put in, what I'm saying is how are you going to fill, how can you fill a roster if you don't, if, like, do you have enough money to fill the roster now? Or does it go down instead of 80 Two scholarships, eight or 80, 85 scholarships. Uh, that, that is something I think could happen. Because yes. there have to be cost-cutting measures everywhere, Brad. Even if you're raking in $100 million, you still got to cut corners. I would not be surprised if whatever the new, whatever governing body is or whatever it is, if the scholarship number is reduced from like 85 to 72. I'm not sure scholarships even work in, the, in this system we're talking or about. Or Roster numbers, I guess. Like, the NFL yeah. has a set roster number. Well, you're obviously going to commit. If you go down that road, you're going to commit X amount of your cap, like they do in the NFL, to specific positions and players, and then you'll just figure out the rest. So are you going to convince some guy to take a little bit, you know, take a lot less money to come be your backup? Or or the second you have a star player go down, you're done. Your season's over. Happens in the NFL. It happens in college right now, with the way NIL is. With the way NIL is. Yeah, if you're putting all your money into the one starting quarterback, he rolls his ankle. Well, then <laughs> you don't have another guy because you had you had three five stars on campus and two of them transferred out. That's why there's like three schools right now that have quarterback depth. Because you committed 1.5 million to that guy and offered 50k to the other two, and they're going to get 850k for being a backup somewhere else, potentially. <laughs> Oh, there's no quarterback depth oh, in, in college football man. anymore. Do you, you think it's going to get better? <laughs> nope. This isn't any fun. This is not what we got into this business for. It's not what anybody wants to talk about. No. No one No one thinks this is fun, right? Is there anybody other that enjoys this? I, I, I am not having a good time. I mean, I enjoy what we do, <laughs> but like the topic itself, this isn't fun. It's, it sucks is what it does. It yes. drains the life. Out of the enjoyment of collegiate athletics. It really does. The thing that we got into this business to talk about. Again, when we say, and we say this many times, do you think we'll recognize this sport 10 years from now? We, we say, and, we, and you and I say, no, this is what we mean by that. This is sort of illustrating 
some of the the pitfalls and the problems that are going to occur that are going to change. I, I think we'll always be able to recognize the sport from when toe meets leather till the clock reads zero. But everything else will not be recognizable. Will it drive people away? Oh, absolutely. It already is. It's just come the abscurfing text line. And how? And then you want to really blow your mind. How will the NFL change its outlook on this? Could the NFL then begin to purchase collegiate football teams and make it a minor league system? Probably. Once they could, once they, they find once them. they find value in that. I said purchase, but I guess the once they find term, value in that. Could they fund these schools and make farm systems out of them? Oh, like kind of how we have with um, soccer clubs across the pond where they have youth academies? Exactly. So you're there, you're doing your schooling, and you're working on your sport, and then boom, oh, wow, our corner rolled his ankle. Come on up, bud. Also similar to what Major League Baseball does in Latin America? Yes. 654 Roar. Let's talk Super Bowl when we return after this. Don't go anywhere. The Southeastern Wildlife Exposition, Seawee, returns to downtown Charleston February 16th through 18th with new and returning special events. Don't miss dock dogs and herding demos at Brittlebank Park. Birds of Prey flight demos at Marion Square. Live animal shows by Jeff Corwin at the Galliard. The Sporting Showroom at the Charleston Marriott and so much more. Tickets start at $35. Kids 10 and under are free. Don't miss Seawee, the wildest time in Charleston. Get your tickets today. Visit Seawee.com. That's S-E-W-E.com. Calling all coffee lovers. The Dream Center is excited to announce that they have officially launched a coffee brand. They are currently offering three different flavors, Colombian, Donut Shop, and French Vanilla. The Dream Center receives $5 from each bag of coffee sold, and trust me, they're all delicious and a great way to start your morning. Purchase yours today. It'll make a difference. Buy online at dreamcenterpc.org or in person at their easily resale store on Calhoun Memorial Highway. Valentine's Day is just around the corner. And if this is your first time thinking about what you're getting your special someone, don't worry. Buff City Soap in Clemson and Greenville has got you covered. Whether it's a coworker, friend, teacher, significant other, or just someone that could use a thank you. Treat them to delightfully scented plant-based soaps, bath bombs, wax melts, candles, laundry soap, body butter, beard oil, and much more. Visit Buff City Soap in Clemson in the Hartwell Village Shopping Center and in Greenville at the shops at Green Ridge. Hi, everybody. I'm Don Munson. Up next is your daily update on what's happening with Clemson Athletics. But first, this from Founders Federal Credit Union. Attention all basketball fans. Are you ready to experience MVP treatment in banking? Look no further than Founders Federal Credit Union, where personalized service is the winning play. Don't settle for being just another number. Join Founders and receive the personalized attention you deserve, along with great rates, loans, for any reason, and a dynamic online experience. Visit one of their 41 convenient office locations or visit foundersfcu.com to see if you qualify for membership. Relax. Go Tigers. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership qualification required. Terms and conditions apply. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. Our Clemson men's basketball team is in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, for a showdown tonight with the North Carolina Tar Heels. North Carolina comes in 18-4 overall, 10-1 in the ACC. That 10-1 record in league play is good enough for first place in the league. They're also ranked number three in the country, are the Tar Heels, and it is their highest rating in the Associated Press poll since the 2018-19 season. Of course, they're also coming off of a win 
over the Duke Blue Devils, a game in which Armando Baycott led the way 25 points and 10 rebounds. And also Harrison Ingram, the transfer, had 21 points in the contest. North Carolina is led in the scoring column by R.J. Davis as he not only leads North Carolina in scoring with 21.3 points per game, he also leads the Atlantic Coast Conference in scoring. He has 14 20-point-plus scoring games so far this season for the Tar Heels. North Carolina, of course, won earlier this season in uh, Little John Coliseum, 65-55. That was back on the 6th of January, so Clemson will look to see if they can get a little bit of revenge for that contest. Airtime for 6.30. Hope you can join us. As always, go Tigers. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. What teams and situations concern you in sports? Yeah, yeah, I am concerned. You know, I'm concerned, but, you know, we didn't get it done tonight, um, and that's my level of concern. Tune in Wednesday on the Press Box to see if your problems make the concern-o-meter. Weekdays from 9 until noon, right here on The Roar, where every day is game day. Back here in hour three, it's Press Box with Brad and John. Thanks for joining us. 654 Roar, you want to get in here? Coming up on 1125 AM, we discussed a lot of what's wrong with college athletics. That was our What's Wrong with College Athletics segment of the day, John. We need to get that sponsored. I'll let you get on that. That could pay for a uh, travel committee trip. Could have paid for us in the Super Bowl. If you're a, uh, a therapist in the upstate looking for advertising, I think that's a great segment to get uh Wrap your hands around. What's wrong with college athletics? Brought to you by a therapist. Because <laughs> um, I feel like I, I feel like we like all need, need it after, after these. That? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, like we I'm said at the end of that segment, and we're not going to spend this whole segment on again. But this isn't a fun topic for you and I to get. We don't get excited to talk about this. No, it's, it's part of the job. We have to. We all do things in our job that are just part of the job, and this is it. Yeah. I hate what's happening to the way that the sport, just in terms of my general basic understanding of it changing drastically day by day. Yes, uh, it's it's not fun. Uh, Especially when they won't give me my video game. Just give me my video game, man. Come on. Uh, scale of 1 to 10, how can, or uh, you put a concern on meter tomorrow, or do you want to do a scale of 1 to 10 that it happens? You know how we have a lot of people out there who are just always waiting for the shoe to drop? Waiting for the other foot to drop, you know? Yeah. I, I, that's me right now with this game. Do you think it even happens at this point? I, I believe it's going to happen, but there's still like 10% chance. Like, it's never going to happen. I'm never going to have that. I'll never get to be happy with the video game again. I love 10%. It feels like, I mean, right now, because there's no buzz, no nothing about this game at all. But it's actually going to occur in July. Some Man. some reports said there was a date, but yet no one's confirmed If that y'all ever want to hear Quok truly rant... And I mean the rants of all rants. Don't let him get his football game this summer. That's going to be a lot of us. Including my son. Who's not going to take it well. If he can't 
play NCAA. You don't think he's going to take it? Well, Brad, he's never lived in a world where this game is fresh and current and new. But he knows that world existed at one time, and he wants to know why we he lived can't it. be in that world. We lived it. Texter said the game is where this mess started. Yes! Full circle, baby. Come all the way back around. You're not wrong. We just would have paid everybody an appearance fee for the game. We would have had the game for the last 10-plus years. And <sighs> Noles fan gets instance. I thought the NCAA game was coming July 24th. Or I guess July 24, I should say. Yeah. Um, I'll believe it when I'm holding my copy. Again, go to their website or, or go to their, their account, their social media accounts. There's nothing. Nothing. Just, just give me my game. That's all I want. That's all I want. I have like I, I've looked at like games that are coming out for twenty twenty back at the end of twenty twenty three. I'm like, okay, what games are coming out in twenty twenty four? I want to get from you know me and my kids, whatever. Going through all that, not one single mention ever. Watched all these YouTube videos. No one ever brought up NCAA. Yeah, I don't like to give out a ton of free advertising for people who kind of do what we do. But uh, Matt Brown of Extra Points is someone who has been following this since Boots day on one. The ground. Boots on the ground has done a lot of FOIA requests for different, you know, things that are going to be put into this game. Just stay on top. Follow him. Follow him on Twitter. That's the best way to stay up to date with this game. You want to get, you want to see a, uh, a uh, 35 to 45 year old males in the streets rioting. That's it. This is how you That's do it. That's it. Yep. Of all the things you could get 35 to 45-year-old males upset about, it's going to be this. Uh, it takes the cake. Oh, Brad, I will be heated. We'll, we'll unionize, John. Oh, we will unionize. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you better believe it. <laughs> we will come together as one to fight the man that is EA Sports. It's, it's not the game. It's give not me my game. game. Yeah. EA Sports, give me my game. <laughs> Problem is it's not in the game. Not right now. It. Not right now, it's not. We need it. <laughs> I mean, how many of you are already planning to take over the PS5 from your kids? Hands raised. One of them is mine. How many of you have already tried to wait on the release date to figure out your PTO situation? Now, that that's a really good question. I mean, some of you are, are, are probably already setting aside your... How many of you are holding on to some vacation time? You're not telling, not talking to your to your say, your significant other about a potential trip. You're not uh, you're not talking to your bosses yet. Like you're just you've already taken X amount of hours of your vacation time, put them in your brain as reserved for NCAA 24. Yes. <laughs> your hand was fully raised. Yes. Man, upper management doesn't know about it yet. For management's in Chapel Hill. <laughs> and and uh, the wife doesn't know about it yet. Uh, she's aware of the game's uh, future existence. She just doesn't know your plans for... Doesn't know the, the time commitment that it's going to take. How many straight days do you need? Think about it, Brad. The last, time the, game was, the, the last time the game came out, there was no Coastal Carolina in the game. There was no App State. There was no Sun Belt as we've come to know and love it. Sun belt, fun belt. Days. How many days? Days. Do you need? <laughs> how many? How many consecutive days do you need for oh, nothing but gaming to set aside for NCAA? What I want or what I need? Because want is 
<laughs> more than the vacation time that I'm allotted. What's reasonable? Three days? Two days. Two to three days. Okay. Okay. That, that's reasonable. Just let me know your dates. It's got to so. play the full season out. We got we to hit the portal. We got to figure out, you know. The question is, do you and I take the same days? Or will that be decided by upper management? I think that will be decided by <laughs> upper management. Between you and me, Mickey, and Quack, and Will Clanton, like we're going to have to really stagger this thing out. Just just dangling a carrot out there, John. Eh, there may be some talks of a uh, of our own little unionization here at the station yeah, involving, stay tuned. Stay involving tuned. listeners. Yeah, stay tuned. Just, yeah, just dangling that carrot out there. Just keep people engaged. Tay from Seneca gets in. My son's taking it to college with him. I'm going to have to buy another one. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's going to get pricey. It's going to be an expensive investment. Worth well, it. worth it. Worth it. Worth every penny? Is it worth every penny to go to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl? Wait, what? Do you think it'd be worth every penny to spend the amount of money that it costs this week to go to Las Vegas um, to go take in the Super for Bowl? For me, no. For others, maybe. I don't I I don't do massive events with huge crowds. Just doesn't interest me. Oh, same. I hate crowds. Give me Vegas when nobody's there. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I, I just I don't I don't care for crowds. Uh, you and me both. That's how, that's how you can tell I'm uh, getting closer to forty. No, I I feel like I've been that way my whole life. Like I haven't gravitated toward. Let's go to the biggest event with the most people at it. I've just I don't know. I've just never cared for that. I've never been to a Super Bowl and have never had the desire to even try. So you you don't ever care to go to one? Nope, nope. Couch is a great place to watch Super Bowl. Number one place in America. My couch. That's where I'm going to watch it this week because you'll get all the commercials i don't care about the commercials. you don't care about the commercials i like games from the couch they john technology has come a long way in my lifetime with the high def tvs with the streaming services you know with the ability to just enjoy like they're putting cup holders and couches now i mean, I, mean I, got, I got tony romo on the call like why do i need to be at something like that's that? why you need to be at the game is because tony romo's on the call and tony romo can't hurt you if you're in the stadium i want to see how he bungles the super bowl is there a prop out for that for how tony romo i don't know how you measure it though i don't know how you measure whether you can quantify tony romo's mess ups <laughs> will tony romo call one of the teams by the wrong name I, it won't be anything worse than what Schefter did and, and assume that the commanders have touched down <laughs> in Vegas for the Super Bowl. I mean, they may have. <laughs> they're, they're they, yeah, but they weren't invited. <laughs> They've been wanting to go to the game their whole lives. They, they love the big events. Yeah, a lot of people have touched out of Vegas this week to go to the casinos and attend things. But they're not getting, you know, public treatment for it. Will Tony Romo make an inappropriate comment about Taylor Swift during the broadcast? I know, but what I need him to do... You know, I everyone's so upset about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, but I don't remember everyone being this upset when I dated Jessica Simpson. Like, that's what I need from Tony Romo. Yeah. That's been a fun little uh, discourse on the internet, by the way, I don't understand. Is people acting like, you know, this was such a simpler time. Do y'all not remember how mad everybody was over that 20 years ago? Was it that long? Yeah. Oh. Time flies when you're having fun and talking about labor relations in uh College athletics. That's why we tried. That's why we turned this into a video game conversation because we needed something light to ease off on the palate. There, we needed something a little airy and crispy. Oh my god! They got goodness. rich. 
By the way, uh, Texer sent us this on the Abscorpio text line, the uh, launch date. But this was a, this is one of those, according to sources, you know, rumors, reports, all that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I know. I just, I just, there's nothing concrete. Yeah, I, I, I need an official statement from the company releasing the game. We know that they reached their agreement with that brand, our group. Sure, and we can also put together, you know, two and two equals four. That's that what we in, thought in years past, it was always what the second week of July that game was always released. But, we, but we so thought, yeah, we can point at that date as a guess. But we also thought that the brand R group, you know, alignment, contractual stuff, meant that it was for sure given. But that was months ago that they reached their agreement, and there's been nothing. No sneak peek no look at the engine no talk about what it's going to be no features See, you, released you, well i know we're really getting into the weeds here and for those who don't play video games i apologize next segment will be more for you the engine thing worries me are they just gonna just recreate madden and roll it back out there I know that's you get online and you know some of these forums and communities what have you that is <laughs> Man, one of the big, deep you're yeah but I said, that is one of the biggest worries about this game not only is it ever going to exist but are we just putting the Tiger Paw and the Florida State helmet and the, the Alabama Houston, Texans? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, that's probably what's going to happen. Though you have some unique features, obviously, that are different. But will the game play just like Madden? I hope not. I don't, I don't know. You probably need somebody outside ZA to come up with it then. Good luck. Yeah, that, that ain't going to happen. No, they got the, they got the rights, so... Again, this is this is getting into the weeds of this, but I don't know. None of it, none of this feels. I, I just want the just want the dadgum game. I don't care what it looks like, what it plays like. If if it stinks, then then I'll, I'll never buy another one. But, I don't care if they just recreate the old one with just newer graphics. That's fine with me. <laughs> Remaster the thing. It was a great game. If you bought it back in 2013, can you get a discounted version in 2024? No, there's nothing discounted in 2024. That's that's kind of stinks, Six. especially if this if every player is going to get a cut of this game. Man, it's probably a little more of an expensive game. Texture is right though. It all it all pull the strings on this. It all goes back to the Ed O'Bannon case. When isn't it funny? People were saying then that this was going to change collegiate sports forever. <laughs> and it, how long has that been? It's been twenty years since that O'Bannon case. Uh less than that. No, but. I mean, yeah, it hasn't been that long. But it's been... It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, over a decade. Yeah. And, like, we're just now starting to see some of the seams come apart. Yeah, it's crazy. 654 Roar, you want to get in with us. Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, looking forward to the game itself. How about some NFL news, John? Please, what you got? <sighs> NFL's getting a Friday. They are. They got a Friday last year. Already, it was what Black Friday. Yeah, they stole Friday afternoon at three o'clock. They was it the Dolphins and somebody Raiders, I think it was. This year it was Dolphins Jets because I remember Jets, being forced to watch right. the Jets for the nineteenth time this season. I just knew it was a bad team. Uh, this year we're getting the Eagles playing a game in Brazil to open the twenty twenty four season on a Friday night. Weird. It is awkward. We don't know their opponent yet. That'll be released at a later date. <laughs> is the ACC releasing this? What are we doing here? So the NFL is going to take over in week one of their NFL season. 
They're going to take Thursday, Friday, Sunday, and Monday for primetime games. Man, those early September Fridays where we actually get some decent non-con matchups on those nights. They're going to force me to watch the Eagles instead? Yeah, but I don't I don't think college football has seized Friday nights very well. It's not like they've cornered a market that's just No, no, because be. the four-letter network won't actually subject any of their really good television products to that night. Yeah. Except for some of the ACC teams. Uh, real quick before we head to break, Quest from Clemson gets in. Listening to y'all while playing my Clemson Dynasty on NCAA 14 as we speak. That's what we're talking about, Quez. Love it. Maybe we all can do that and we can play the game together at some point in the near future. Pressbox Online Dynasty. One can only dream. 654 War, final segment after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. It's Race for the Green Time. Go ahead and make your plans to sign up today. Run signup.com. It's coming your way March 16th, 2024. Make a commitment to do your first 5K or half marathon and take advantage of those early bird pricing. Run signup.com. Great swag, the beautiful medal that everybody talks about. This is our 14th annual half marathon and 5K. Sign up today. Don't forget March 16th, 2024. Run signup.com and come on and have a great time. An ultimate day of relaxation and rejuvenation from Lilia Day Spa in Anderson is the perfect gift for her on Valentine's Day. Year after year, they've been voted Anderson's premier spa, and their staff is ready to treat her mind, body, and spirit in a relaxing and private setting. Choose a sweet treat package or a Be Mine package, a sweetheart or a Cupid's holiday package. Lilia Day Spa can create something special, or a gift certificate is ideal for Valentine's. Anderson's premier day spa, Lilia Day Spa, 116 Benson Street, downtown Anderson. At Carter Color Company in Clemson, you can get the Benjamin Moore paint that you need to finish any project that you're working on. If it's interior paint you're looking for, we have a great selection of colors and finishes that will complement any room in your home or business. Our Element Guard exterior paint provides protection against wind-driven rain, excessive humidity, and other harsh weather conditions, and with three finishes to choose from. Your home will stand out among the rest. Come see us at 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson, or the web at cartercolor.com. Hey foodies, we want to talk to you about the Upstate's favorite taco spot, Willie Taco, with five locations across the Upstate, serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now. Award-winning tacos are not all we do. We also offer healthy bowls, delicious salads, crispy quesadillas, and shareables like brisket egg rolls, street corn fritters, and fresh guacamole. The owners, all Upstate dudes, enjoy humbly working alongside the 400 men and women we proudly employ. Don't wait. Your Willie Taco familia is ready to serve you up our twist on funky, fresh fusion. It's the Willie way. I'm Rick Davis with the Davis Law Group. I was born and raised in Greenville, attended Clemson University, and graduated in 1981. I've had the pleasure and the honor of assisting people in the upstate who may have been injured on the job or in a car wreck or through some other hazardous condition and cherish the many relationships and friendships that I've had with the clients over the years. What we do is we try to help the client find a path forward. Contact us at davis.law. We'll be glad to talk to you and see how we can help. Clemson softball's ready to hit the field for the 2024 season, and the Roar has you covered for their first tournament of the year. 
We'll have three games live on The Roar, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday morning. Every broadcast will be available as well on ClemsonTigers.com. As we await the Tigers' debut in McWherter Stadium this spring, be sure to catch the debut of the 2024 Clemson softball team right here on The Roar, where every day is game day. Show your love this Valentine's with exquisite fashion jewelry from Diamonds Direct and save an extra 20%. Now through Valentine's, all fashion favorites at Diamonds Direct are on sale. All earrings, all bracelets, all necklaces, stackable bands, colored gemstone jewelry, and more. Lots of romantic and timeless gifts for under $500. Special financing available too. Don't miss this. An extra 20% savings on all fashion jewelry favorites at Diamonds Direct. Shop in store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Eddie Bennett. Bennett Equipment is your premier independent local construction equipment rental and sales source. With three locations in the upstate and one in North Georgia, our Takeuchi lineup of track loaders, excavators, and wheel loaders, and full line of attachments are ready to make your jobs easy. So don't settle for less. Choose the best with Bennett and Takeuchi. Proudly supplying equipment in our region for 24 years. When you need equipment in the upstate or North Georgia, buy it or rent it from Bennett. The Roar, your home for all things analytics and salary cap analysis. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? We are The Roar, where every day is game day. It is the final segment here on a Tuesday coming up tomorrow. Concerno meter. I think there'll be some Super Bowl concerns to get to. I don't know. We'll see what happens tonight, John. <laughs> there might be some <laughs> might be some clips of basketball on there. Oh yeah. I mean I think, you know, obviously win or lose tonight, I think we'll definitely need to it'll be on the Concerno meter. Anything else? Uh do you wanna I, I think I'll put my commanders on there. Uh we definitely need to talk about your commanders. You know, I heard that Cliff Kingsbury did not take the D.C. job over the Raiders job. That apparently, things had fallen through with the Raiders. So, it wasn't a – he went back on his agreement to be their O.C. to go to Washington. Apparently, that had already fallen apart when he agreed to go coach the commanders. Has your opinion on the hire changed since yesterday when we talked about it? On the Kingsbury hire or the yeah, Quinn hire? on the Kingsbury hire. Uh, or really both, for that matter. I, a little bit. Kingsbury a little bit. Because I I don't think they hired him because this is the, the the sign that they're moving up to number one to take Hale Williams. Because I, I just don't... This ownership group's too smart. I just don't think they're going to give away tons and tons of, of assets to go up and do that. Unless they just... Are blown away. Well, they of course they'll do their their due diligence. They'll bring him in. They'll do their interviews. They'll talk with everybody who knows. And I mean, maybe something just blows them away that they feel they need to do that. But I don't think they're doing that pre combine. I don't. I don't think they're doing that right before the draft. I think they're going to stick with the number two pick. And where that is, I you know, what they end up doing with that, I don't know. I just think the Bears are also going to. Make it pretty now. The Bears may play the game a little because you don't want to give away your your cards here. This is poker you're playing when it comes to the draft, just in case someone's willing to give you the absolute world. Sure, yeah, you don't turn it down. 
But we, as we get closer, and we're still a long way. We've got to play the Super Bowl. We haven't even played that yet. That's on Sunday. But as we get closer to the offseason, I feel more and more confident the Bears are going to move on from Justin Fields and draft Caleb Williams. I agree with you. I am just fascinated to see, one, who takes the, the chance on Justin Fields, and two, what is the compensation for him? Because we, I just, you know, we talked about it on here before, but there have been several people out there who have projected that the Falcons would give up the eighth pick for him, and I just think that's lunacy to me. Why in the world would you give up a top 10 pick for a quarterback you got to pay in the next year? Yeah, probably not going to do that. When you could go draft any of these guys, well, not any of these guys, because you're, you know, probably a couple would be gone, but it just, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Now, if I could get, I guess, what would you realistically give up if you were a team out there thinking about Justin Fields? What would you realistically give up for him based on how quickly you have to make a long-term decision on him? I tell you what one of the factors is in this is that the Bears already own so many picks. You know, they got Carolina's Hall. So I think you can try to bargain them down to a lower asking price. I, I don't think you have to give away a first-round pick. I think you're crazy to give up a first-round pick for Justin Fields right now. Crazy to yeah. do so. You know, there's there's a team linked to, to, to them. It's the Raiders. I could see that happening. I, I very well could see Justin Fields in Vegas next year wearing it'd be, uh, silver and black. It'd be better than Jimmy Garoppolo. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I don't. Vegas is just in a weird spot right now as an organization. I don't really know who they are, what they want to be. I know Antonio Pierce is, you know, he fired up the troops and got them to stick together and play hard at the end of the year. But in terms of who they are and their identity, and no clue. And I, I don't mean on the field. I mean just as an organization, what their identity is. I, I just don't know what it looks like. So maybe they think Justin Fields could be the spark. I mean, look. Somebody always thinks they can fix somebody else. Oh, that line of thinking also tracks with the Raiders organization. Fair enough. But I don't I don't presume that the the commanders, just because they brought in Kingsbury, means they're going to get Caleb Williams. Is is are we sure that, that we don't even know this? We don't know for a fact that Kingsbury would sign off and be like, Yeah, you really should go get Caleb Williams. Maybe he didn't like working with him. Who knows? Maybe they didn't. I mean, Caleb seemed pretty excited. He's put out a you know social media post about Kingsbury getting the job there, but I don't know. Maybe the it's you don't know for sure that it's likewise. I'm just trying to think between the quarterbacks that would be available there for Washington at two. I'm trying to think who I could see running the Kingsbury offense, whatever that is. Would it be better served to be Jaden Daniels or Drake May? I'm leading Jaden Daniels right now. I don't. I don't know. If they're going to take Jaden Daniels. I think. I think they would take Drake May. You do? Yeah. Just have a quarterback room full of North Carolina graduates, or or they kick the can for another year. See, I feel like the only way you kick the can is if you trade back. Like I, I don't see Washington staying pat and taking Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. For example. Yeah. Or for Shandu for Penn State, the left tackle. If that if that's what you're looking for or something like that. I just I feel like if you're gonna stay at two, 
where that team is and all the holes across that roster, if you're going to stay there, you got to go quarterback. Yeah. Texter says, give Pierce time to form an identity. I mean, I, I am. I am. I, I didn't say fire him. I said, I just don't know what it is right now. They've got to figure out what they want to be as, as an organization in, in Vegas and what kind of product they want to put on the football field. Is our team hungry enough to, to give Washington a ton of assets for the number two pick? Maybe. I, but I don't think we see that until after the combine. Like, I think we need to see multiple guys wow at the combine, and that's when we start to see some of the movement get made. Not just in terms of what did they run in the 40 or what were their skills and drills look like, but the meetings and all the things that go along with the medical evals and all of that at the combine. That's when I think if there is a team up there that wants to do like Washington did years ago to trade up to get to the RG3 area where they knew they weren't going to be able to get Andrew Luck number one overall. Mm. I think we could see that, but I don't think, I think we're still a month or three weeks to a month away from that kind of showing itself. Okay. Uh, do you think we get, do we get, if, if there is a major trade, post or pre combine? Say it again. If we get a major deal, whether it's the Bears, the Commanders, somebody moving up or down there, would it be before or after the combine? After. Yeah, probably so. After. I think it would be based on information we learn at the combine. All right. If anybody separates themselves or if a team decides that May is better than Daniels or vice versa. Or if you're a team that thinks, hey, we've got the quarterback, we've got a lot of pieces, but boy, if we could have one really elite wide receiver, you know, I could see a team like that trying to jump up maybe to grab Harrison services. All right, the Super Bowl on Sunday. Uh, this is, uh, you said this earlier, a West Coast Super Bowl is not really good for us. A West Coast time Super Bowl. Yes. Because it's still way too early in the morning for them to be doing anything out there. It's, it's not, not great for morning radio. Yeah, it's not even nine o'clock. But are you surprised? It just feels like there's. They had a huge media event yesterday. Didn't feel like there was really a lot that came out of it. No, I didn't see much of anything in terms of like you know quotes that jump out at you, or no one really said anything that outlandish. No one's really talking smack that much about the other one, and it's kind of kind of lame. Come on, people, you're in Vegas. Let's spice it up a little bit. Yeah. I, th- these two teams are are so similar in that, like they're they're just structurally built. I mean, if you make it this far, you are. But they're they're mature, you know. They're built well. They they're, they're taking this game extremely seriously to the degree where it doesn't like you feel of all places. You know, Vegas. You let your hair down. That's just not who either one of these two teams are. You know, I know the chief. I know the you know Kelsey's a you know. Wild man sometimes and, and whatnot, but it doesn't feel like not this week. Not this week, no. No, these these guys, is this? I don't know, man. You're in Vegas by yourself. Your girlfriend's in another country. Maybe he is going a little crazy. Who knows? A lot of area codes changing over there, Travis. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> no, he cannot. No, he cannot. Okay. <laughs> You're probably the army of Swifties would take him down faster than Taylor ever could. You think they're camped out the hotel? Yes. The Swifties got Oh, absolutely, eyes. yeah. They're ready to fire he can't off the do. He cannot misbehave. He's going to be the probably the best-behaved person in all Las Vegas this week. He's probably not going anywhere but the practice field and the hotel room. Yeah. 
and any media obligations. That's it. That's it. Yeah, he's he's got to be on his best behavior. He's on lockdown. Now, after the Super Bowl? Who cares? <laughs> Man, can you imagine winning the Super Bowl and being in Vegas? You know, like, sometimes you 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 win a championship, you get in the plane, and you fly out of Vegas. You're you already fly there. fly straight to Vegas, yeah. You're already there. What's the celebration going to be like Sunday night? For the winners. We'll talk about it Monday morning. Mm. Yeah, it's gonna be they something. won't be up to talk about it Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, Kel- they'll, they'll be sleeping that one off. As a texture points out, Kelsey's battling uh, the next album. He's not. He's not. He's not battling his teammates. Yeah, yeah he has he's to not, behave, man. He can't stay. He does not, it's not staying under control for the betterment of your team. Do, so do you, you want to be remembered as the guy who won multiple Super Bowls and who eclipsed Jerry Rice's postseason receptions record? Or do you want to be the subject of a Taylor Swift diss track? Like, you know, you don't the, want that. The latter supersedes everything you just said above. Exactly. It. He does. He he's smart. He knows this. Man, he is. He's he's. He knows what up. he's doing. Also, you know, there's still a possibility this could be his final football game. You know, you're not entertaining that idea, are you? I am not. No. I don't know, man. It, Brothers, I'll tell you this way. I would have bought that argument way more in the regular season versus what I've seen the performance that he has put on this postseason. But he might just be saying, I'm going to go out, you know, with my best performance ever. I would, I'd rather go out on top. I mean, Johnny, you watched him in the regular season. He was not the Travis Kelsey from three years ago. He just wasn't. Didn't have the same step. Didn't yeah, Brad, I've also been listening to, to a lot of radio and going back in time. And, you know, you're not really the same radio host you, you were three right. years ago. You're 100% right. I'm not here to argue that. This isn't about me. This is about Travis Kelsey. Hey, hey. As a man who we unfortunately lost this morning, said, I ain't as good as I once was. Mm. I'm as good once as I ever was. I think he will be in this game. Will, will Travis Kelsey go down in history in what way? What is his legacy? Win or lose this oh, game? Oh, boy. Well, I mean, obviously, before the game even takes place, he's one of the best tight ends in NFL history. I think the numbers dictate that, especially from a reception standpoint. See, I hate I hate that conversation. I don't love it, but I think we do need to give credit to where it's due. I mean, I just said earlier in the segment, he eclipsed Jerry Rice's career Man. postseason reception record. But the problem is, John, he's not a tight end in the sense of, like, you, you want to compare him to great tight ends 30 years ago, you can't do that. No, no, no. I'm not saying we need to be comparing him to, to Benny Cunningham. Like I, I think we need to be talking about comparing him to the likes of really everybody Bro. after Tony Gonzalez. Okay, we, we that out that I will buy. Like him, Antonio Gates, Rob Gronkowski, like those types of reception type like receiving true receiving tight ends. We need to change. There to be a cutoff year. I don't know what it is, but I need, I need a date where like, problem with the cutoff year. Is Shannon Sharp existed. Modern modern tight end, the modern day tight end, doesn't go back. 60 years it goes back 20 maybe since 2000 I don't know because he he just does not feel like you can't ask you can't ask me to compare him with some of the legend legendary tight ends of the 80s 70s 80s and 90s no, I, yeah, because, I because they had to block and play a different game than he plays no in no way am I asking you to compare the playing styles of Travis Kelsey and Mike Ditka but I already heard this this conversation being had is this the is this the you know greatest tight end we've ever seen? I can't I can't do that because he did not he just does not play the same role as what a tight end plays. Yes, but I I do think that we can create a a line in the sand there. I think Tony Gonzalez is probably the 
probably the right line, if you will, him or Shannon Sharp in that late 90s, early 2000s and onward. Yeah, I do not want to compare Travis Kelsey to the elite tight ends of the 70s and 80s because what they are asked to do could not be more different. Do we ever get to a point, last thing before we wrap up the show, do we ever get to a point where we 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 do away with the position talk and it's more, where does, where does this guy rank among playmakers? I think we're approaching that. Because, you know, basketball became positionless in a lot of ways over the last decade or two. Yeah. Is football offensively heading into that? I think so for a good reason. Because Tyreek Hill's not Jerry Rice, you know. Who's not Travis Kelsey? Travis Kelsey who's not, not George Tony Kittle. Gonzalez. Yeah. Like they're, they're just they're completely different kinds of players. All right, thanks everybody for joining us today. I appreciate you getting in throughout the show and tomorrow. Concerno meter and more coming up next. Out of bounds. Have a great day. Take care. We'll talk to you again on Wednesday. WCCP FM one hundred five point five, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM fifteen sixty.